Tuning you in now. The all new LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. Hey, right. hey everyone. Back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Welcome to today's edition of the LBX Daily Show. Boy, do you know what today is, Brandon? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. What what is today? It's like it my not, favorite. It's not cheese pizza day. So what is not today? cheese pizza day? Was that yesterday? That was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Oh dang, that would have been yeah. fun. Um, it's coffee ice cream day. Two of my favorite things: coffee and ice cream mashed together into one. There is no better flavor in ice cream. I and- disagree. I disagree. But uh, I feel like any flavor that's not coffee is better than coffee. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You're nuts. You're nuts. I mean, I think this today, though, gives me the right to go buy a tub of haagen and just eat the whole tub. Like, and the calories don't count, right? That's right. Not on, not on when it's ice cream coffee day uh, mm-hmm. or coffee ice cream day. No, it doesn't. Coffee. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. So, God, we need to have more days like this. When's National Ice Cream Day itself coming? <laughs> <laughs> How, how do you, uh, I mean, you, you could probably just make your own, you probably get vanilla ice cream and then like take espresso, uh, grounds or whatever, and like mix it into your, mix it into your ice cream. And like, then you could probably get coffee ice cream that way. True. You could, it wouldn't be the same. I don't think, but you could even make a healthier version. Like you could even actually, you could do a, a vanilla protein powder with espresso and some water and then freeze it and put it in your creamy your ninja creamy machine and make like a super healthy, low fat coffee ice cream that way, to be honest, because yeah, those, those tubs, those tubs of haagen I'm sure that those little suckers are like 2000 calories for the whole tub. It's oh nuts. yeah. For, for like the, for like a little mini pint or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you say like you can put it in your creamy, like everybody has a creamy. Oh my so, God. Doesn't, it, doesn't everybody have a creamy? No. <laughs> Do you know, no, you know what a creamy, a creamy is? Yeah. So we, we've talked about it. I don't think anybody oh. else listening knows, but I, oh, yeah, okay. yes. Well, creamy is just that product from Ninja that makes ice cream. It's amazing. Go look it up. Google it. You'll need one. Trust me. <laughs> Thank me <Ninja> later. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, so one of the things we talked about, or I talked about yesterday was just aligning your name with the attractions that you have, or if you're not going to, if you're not going to align it with attractions, then just come up with the name that, but then like, make sure that the name carries forward. And so I I was looking today and there were a couple of different, um, new facilities opening up and one of them I thought was pretty cool or thought it sounded cool. So I I clicked on it. I was like, all right, I want to go see the theming here. And it's called pirate cove. And it's a new facility, a new venue that just opened up in Williamson, Kentucky, like in the Appalachian Mountain area. So smaller town, um, but there was really nothing for families there. That's what uh, when I was reading the article. And so they wanted to create this cool place with axe throwing and billiards and some other arcades. And so I'm like, cool. And it's called Pirate Cove. So I was like excited to see. And I'm a little bit disappointed when I saw some of the pictures. And like, granted, this is not fully opened yet. Uh, this is like their, their like partial construction photo. But here's a photo of it also being open. And you can see some palm trees and that kind of thing. I can see a little bit of that pirate uh, theme, but I was just really disappointed with the fact that like I would have expected with a pirate cove to like walk in and feel like I'm a little bit in like this cave environment with like pirate treasure, you know, overflowing somewhere in the corner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, anyway, I, I felt like that was a little bit off. 
Um, yeah. Like, do you know, what's funny. I, I recently just, I was watching bar rescue. I watched that when I'm on the treadmill sometimes and they were redoing, um, a bar and it was a pirate theme bar. And one of the things that they said on there, they said pirate themes are so overdone and so many people do them. And just to be very, very careful when you're doing it, because they're just never themed out properly. Um, what they actually done on this was they had redone it and they actually did a great job of incorporating like paraphernalia from the pirate era into like the tables and the, the windows and everything and the the hangings on the wall but they again just said it's a really really tough theme to pull off uh well yeah yeah, yeah totally and i think there's other ways to go about theming as well like um so for example so then another one i looked at sounded really interesting called treetop golf they're in newcastle which apparently is um a li- like this this area of newcastle is like a little bit like a mini golf capital like heavily themed mini golf but this place is called treetop and, uh, and I thought this was really, really impressive. Like the theming here is unbelievable. LED lighting coming down, theater lighting everywhere. Um, and it's just like it, this now makes me feel like I'm walking into something that actually speaks about being in the treetops and, um, you know, exploring They have digital, like digital projection on there where the face actually talks to you. You've got these frogs that sing. Um, so it's, it's really remarkable theming Two eighteen whole courses. So, um, but, uh, but I mean, look at that. What a, what a fun experience yeah, wow. to go in and, uh, and go through, uh, this, mm-hmm. this type of, uh, this type of space. So anyway, um, you know, that's, I think aligning, you know, if you're going to pick a name, pick a name and then make sure that, that the experience that I'm expecting to have with your name, it carries forward, whether it's your attraction mix or whether it's your theming and branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point. Really good point. Um, great facility too. That looks like a fun place to go mini golfing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It looks, it looks great. And I love mini golfing. And so you know, yes. that looks like a lot of fun. Yes. And the pictures, the pictures that you could be able to take and the, how they pop up on your phone now, you know, I mean, great memories. That's definitely yeah. a good thing. Um, all right. Okay. So I have a little redemption trend alert. Um, <laughs> it popped up into my feed the other day that, um, crochet plushies are going to be the next big trend. Um, apparently, and I'll pop up a little picture of what they actually look like here. Apparently they are thought to be very therapeutic and can help reduce levels of cortisol and promote the release of oxytocin. So I'm not exactly sure what does that, if that's from rolling them around in your hand and you can kind of feel the knots or they're squishy or whatever they are. Um, but they are a massive TikTok favorite right now and they are seriously trending. TikTok has over 1.1 billion views on the platform. And it's part of this trend called, um, hopefully you don't butcher this, amigurumi, uh, which it means, which is the art of Japanese crocheting, um, which I think is super interesting. And you're starting to see a lot of this stuff pop up on the internet. Um, there's another site I found as well. And is you can actually buy the kits and you, you bring them home and you get to crochet mm. little animals and different things. Um, and there's like crochet bags, there's crochet, crochet sushi, all these different things. And what I did is I thought I could take a look at all the redemption suppliers and see if I could find anyone that had any crochet animals. And this was all I could dig up. So um, definitely just the start of a trend. Hopefully our redemption suppliers will catch on, but these little bad boys were at fun express and, um, I think they're super darling. I think those would go over really well in redemption. Yeah. Uh, great for redemption. I don't, uh, it looks like two and a three quarters, three quarters. So, you know, it's good, um, potential crane material as well. Um, possibly. Yeah. Know, crane plushies, depending on uh, what type of crane you've got and what size, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, super interesting. I, I don't know. Like um, if it's like the Etsy thing that, the, you know, the crochet feels a little bit more like it's homemade, kind of a you know, handmade thing. I don't know what it is about the, the crochet that, that drives that, uh, 
that oxytocin release and, um, you know, what makes it beneficial too, like mentally beneficial. It's interesting. Um, but Hey, look, we got to get on the trends. If that's a trend, that's like great. you should have it, you need to have it in your redemption. Uh, if, if it's, uh, you know, we all did the, like the fidget things, right. Uh, but now we need to do, right. uh, do the next thing. That's a trend. Um, that's right. so speaking of trends, actually, uh, IAPA is, uh, has a new, uh, has a new series of, of educational events. So they have the meetups, right? Um, in fact, there's a convert one at conversion station in Denver next week. They have their presents, which is a day long, uh, session at a particular park. And uh, now they've got their FE, they're, they're called IAPA explorers and they're, it's a two and a half day, three day. And in this particular one, this first one that comes up in the middle of October is on F and B trends. So they do a deep dive of F and B trend, um, uh, deep dive education. And so the first half of the day or spread throughout the day, there's education material, there's speakers coming in, delivering that, but then you're also going and touring. I know they've got a distillery tour lined up. They've got Dollywood and I think a couple of others that they're, they're going to be announcing as part of the overall tour. Um, and so again, um, kind of a cool new thing that they're doing. And I don't know what the next trend is, but the F and B trend is this one. So focused on obviously the food and beverage side of things. And you can learn more about that by going to iapa.org slash events slash iapa-explores-fb-trends, which is a terrible <laughs> URL. They should get a URL short or whatever for promoting out there. Uh, but you could also just Google uh, IAPA F and B trends and I'm sure it'll just come up fine. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a super fun event. Uh, and I, I just think the, also it's the mixing of other, uh, segments of the industry, like not just F, uh, family entertainment centers and location-based entertainers, but I'm sure you're going to have amusement parks and museums mm-hmm. and different styles of entertainment in there to, you know, get other ideas and network with other folks. That's great. Awesome. Super yeah. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, speaking of learning and launching new things, um, we are super excited to be able to announce that we are going to be uh, launching some new podcasts here over the next month. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. So this is a quick sneak peek for everybody. And if you're on our Discord channel, you would have noticed already that we do have these channels already set up and ready to roll. So if you have comments about these things, please jump into those channels and please provide us any information. But um, the first show that we're launching is called The Third Degree. And Third Degree is going to be um, interviewing um, with different legends in the industry and other interesting players in the entertainment market, kind of getting a bit of their history, how they got into it, what they're focused on now, where they see the things going and other interesting things that they think that we should be aware of. So that's going to be the third degree and that will be launching shortly. We'll get back to you with more information about our first guest soon. Yeah, that's awesome. Excited about that one. And then also excited about one called The Reveal. And so mm. uh, we, we feel like there's there's a there's a big opportunity for manufacturers, suppliers, vendors to share about their products. Uh, what is it they have to offer? Maybe something new or a new feature that they're releasing or a whole new product in general, or just maybe they've been around for a long time and they just never really get a chance to talk about themselves other than at expos. Uh, because I think so often with education, um, you know, if there's an MS person who's they can't mention their name or their logo or anything about their specific product, they just try to deliver education and that's all well and good. We wanted to create a space for MS to be able to talk about their products. And we think that there's a good opportunity for that. So that one is called the reveal. And again, we'll have some of these things kicking off here in the next uh, in the next few weeks and we'll have mm-hmm. some announcements around who the first few guests are. 
I'm so excited about that one. I just, I, I mean, we never get in front of people long enough to see how things are actually made and what the product can actually do and benefit our businesses. So it's, it's, it's going to be perfect. Um, the, the next one we're launching is called Behind Our Doors. And what this one will be is a tour of different FECs and location-based entertainment centers where we will be working with the owner or the general manager to take us on a tour of the facility and show us a couple of the amazing things that they do at their facility. And then also a couple of things that they really stink at. And the idea is to get your help as viewers and as industry experts that are in the weeds to help them solve some of these challenges and some of these problems. So again, that one's called Behind Our Doors. It'll be launching towards the end of this month. And we are looking forward to working with the many different uh, business owners out there. If you are interested in being one of the people on the show, please let us know, drop into our discord, into the channel, send us a note, um, because we'd love to have you there, um, to be part of this uh, series that's going to be kicking off. Yeah, that's awesome. It like harken a little bit back to what we were trying to do during the pandemic mm -hmm. era when that's we had right. uh, people walking around, giving us tours of their facilities. So uh, really looking forward to looking looking forward to that. It was a lot of fun. You get to see a lot of facilities that you don't normally get to see because you can't travel around all these places. So that mm -hmm. uh, should be great. Um, all right. So, you know, again, you can learn a little bit more about those uh, on Discord. We're going to be putting more information out there. And obviously, we'll talk about them here in the daily show as we get them lined up. Um, but speaking of Discord, we have uh, a couple of new channels. And, and eventually, we want to have channels built out for different subject matter. But uh, we have an arcade channel in there. And, uh, and in that arcade channel, actually, Arcade Hero just recently posted in there about, a, uh, about Chuck E. Cheese is doing a free birthday giveaway tomorrow night between 6 and 7.30 at participating locations. There's about 500 locations that are participating. And so if you're there between 6 and 7.30, they're doing a whole giveaway. I don't know if it's going to be raffle. They haven't really revealed the, the specific technical details. But if you're there at Chuck E. Cheese, you have the chance to win. And it's for their ultimate fun birthday party. And it's up to 10 guests. So it's about a $300 uh, $300 price point that you get for free. And, um, and they're doing it in celebration of the the world's most popular birthday, which apparently is September 9th. So September 9th is the world's most popular birthday. Not that people choose when their birthdays are, but uh, apparently that's when the most people are getting their, uh, you know, are, are being born uh, mm -hmm. currently anyway. So, uh, so thank you to Arcade Hero for posting that on the Arcade channel, keeping us up to, uh, up to speed on what's happening. And uh, and by the way, uh, so Christine's had a great conversation, and uh, he's going to be the men he's going to be a mentor in that Arcade channel, and uh, mm -hmm. very much excited about that. So uh, thank you yeah. so much, and yeah, uh, for for being a part of that Arcade Hero. I mean, and if you guys haven't had a chance to check out Arcade Heroes YouTube channel, it is chock full of great advice and information all about arcades and fixing things and what games to put in and lots of really interesting facts and features in there. So take a peek at him and take a peek at his work. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What else? What else we got? All right. So, okay. Zero gravity has been achieved. <laughs> it is official in a, tra a trampoline park in China. Um, okay, I, I just warning everybody. This is like viewer warning. I'm not sure how safe this is, but we got to show you this little video here. Okay, uh, I sitting so, here. <laughs> is a massive big airbag with someone laying on it and then someone from behind jumping onto the airbag and launching the person in the front into the air like 
I mean, serious air. This little lady who's being launched is getting some massive air. I'm going to pause this now and come back. But this lady is getting some massive air. And that's why I joke, zero gravity has been achieved. Um, I'm actually in shock. I would not have thought that something like this would have been allowed. I thought it would have been a serious insurance risk. But it is so much fun. I definitely want to do it. Um, And I'm not exactly sure how it works. If the kid in the back that's jumping into the bag is actual a staff member, in this particular picture, it looks like the guests that are actually riding it are kind of alternating and taking turns. And I, I'm curious to know about um, how that works. Like if you have a heavier person on the bag that's being launched and you have a lighter person jumping, does that impact their ride? Does it, you know, is there any safety concerns here? I'm not, yeah. I'm just, not, I'm really not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he, sure, he sure looks like he is a guest, uh, does not look like a staff member at all. Um, and like, I, well, never mind. I won't say that. Um, but, uh, but it is, it does look like a safety group, but you know where I have seen these, I just thought about this now. Huh. I've seen these on, um, in lakes. So they do like, you know, where you have like the, the big, the sure. big lake and like the floatable, you know, the floating, um, bounce, bounce stuff that, that's out there. They have big bags like this out on the lake, but obviously you're on a lake, you're on water, which still can break bones. Um, but the mm-hmm. chance of like a misfire, okay, whatever, you're on a lake. So if you go this direction, you go the other direction, you're still going to land in water. Here, like if if whatever reason she's like launches sideways or something, she's flying into the stairs. Or sure. Whatever. So, well, um, and I mean, definitely some insurance risk for sure. They do mark it out fairly well, though. Like there's arrows where the person is supposed to lay, yeah. and it does look like there's a staff member down here. So maybe the risk is mitigated. Like it's yeah. really you're laying in the spot, um, and it, it the bag only goes so big, so it doesn't matter. You're only going so far, and those the balls you're landing in are you know soft. I think I'd rather land in balls than water, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah, I think so. I think they're more forgiving than the water. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but it's uh, but either way, I want to try it. It looks absolutely so for sure. amazing. I mean. Doesn't it look like fun? And I said, I said this earlier to you, Drew Tewksbury and uh, Tim O'Donnell <laughs> plug your ears for a second. But I mean, it isn't fun unless someone breaks a bone or walks away with some soft tissue damage. Is it really? <laughs> so, yeah. oh, terrible, terrible me, terrible me. Um, but, you know, that kind of leads into a bit of the rumination. Um, I couldn't help but notice the other day that Grona Lund, the Stockholm amusement park mm. that was in the news earlier this year in June, um, they had um, a deadly incident there and um, obviously death in the park. And I mean, not sure of the details of that and not pointing fingers by any means, but um, just pointing out that it was a tragic accident. And uh, this newer article was saying that attendance in the park has been down and that they are going to have to cancel their winter season because of it. And it really kind of got me thinking about um, incidents and safety in our parks. Obviously, when I had a park, I had an incident. Um, <laughs> we had a baby fall through the roof actually once, which um, we won't talk about here, but maybe that'll be on our new podcast, Failures and Fuck-Ups. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, it's such an unfortunate reality in this industry that we're going to have incidents, we're going to have accidents, um, and it's important that we're putting safety measures in place yeah. to try to mitigate these. But I guess for the rumination today, my question is have you i mean have you ever had an accident that's crippled your park and what were the steps that you had to put in place to come back from it and were you able to come back for it or have you heard of incidents where a park was shut down because they had such a bad accident and they couldn't recover yep yeah absolutely um all right. Well, great, great rumination. And um, so look, we, we I mean, do want to hear from you. So join our community. If you haven't yet, uh, hop onto the collective discord. Uh, you can visit, you can go there from our website, lbxcollective.com. 
share your thoughts, you know, about this, about other things, go to the arcade channel, go to see the other channels, like just, just browse around. And we're really just, what we're trying to do is obviously not just be a podcast. We want to be a community and a community mm-hmm. that supports each other, helps each other, asks you know, hard questions and provides you know, great responses. And, uh, and so just please go join that discord and let's get involved. Let's start communicating and talking with each other and, and build a great LBE LBX community. So with that, we are done. We are done for the day. So wow. to all of our LBXers, this is BW and CB signing off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass. Take care guys. Yeah.